Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, our very special guest is Karen Hayhurst. Karen lives in Guelph, Ontario. Her original career was in business administrative accounting. Her very first job in high school was in a top-producing real estate office in Concordia, Ontario. After graduating from Conestoga College, she was employed at Cambridge Shopping Centers, a major retail real estate developer. Karen embraced her enjoyment of real estate and investing. In September 2017, she incorporated her business Inspired Vision Incorporated, which is a real estate investing corporation. Since July 2017, Karen's private lending investments are approaching $5,000 monthly. Karen not only uses her own funds invested in various private uh, lending deals, but she also helps match lenders up with borrowers for amazing returns. And since Karen loves to teach and empowers others, she is starting courses, workshops, webinars, and private lending. So Karen, for people who don't know, uh, what is private lending exactly? Okay, so uh, private lending is, okay, we're not the big banks. We're not like the mortgage brokers and the mortgage agent. A lot of us, um, it'll be people that use their own money to uh, invest in different things. And mine would be real estate. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, really private lending in a nutshell. What kind of people use private lending? When, when, when's the situation when that comes up? Okay. Well, uh, now more than ever. Um, it has um, certainly accelerated, and one of the reasons is because of stress testing of uh, the banks, you know, for mortgages. Yep. So definitely people that cannot get a mortgage, right? Maybe their credit's great and everything else, but they just don't have that two years of income or, well, I shouldn't say that they're not going to maybe, or they need a larger down payment. We'll say that they may use a private lender. Um, some people, especially who do flips, may totally want a private lender because, you know, the money um, is, you know, uh, without strings and that to, to be able to get the money, there's not a lengthy process to it, right? If uh, the reno for the flip is done um, quickly, right, it can be returned back to the lender quickly. So there's not a lot of strings. So people like that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, some people use a private lender. Um, let's say they're trying to get a mortgage, for example, uh, but they owe taxes. Okay, so they could turn to a private lender and say, hey, you know what you give if you can loan me like 15,000, right? Uh, you know, I get my taxes cleared away and I get my mortgage. That's the best use of private lending. I mean, some people may use a private lender to get a car. Yeah. However, uh, we all know that's, you know, yeah. not to be back, right? Yeah. You, so bad debt. Because right? you're not normally looking for like a long-term loan, like a, a car loan, right? You're, you're looking for a quick return on your money. You want it to be like moving like every, what, every month or three months? What's your like term you're looking for? Yeah. Uh, well, I know somebody who just asked for one month. Yes, recently, which to a private lender, that's like music to our ears because, yeah. okay, one month, you know, maybe it's 10%, okay, you know, over a year, like 10% yeah. a year. Yeah. Okay, so things like um, that, the, the shorter the term, uh, to, especially to me, the better because the money's in flow and it actually helps it become more inflation proof because if you can imagine, say January, it's 10 you know, 10% might be the going rate, but yeah. then if a lot of people are using private lenders, interest rates are going up. So maybe by, let's for example, say June, 
12% is kind of the going rate. But if somebody goes in a private lend for a whole year or two years, and remember, this is hard money. This yep. private lend is hard money. So um, they've just lost the opportunity of getting the 12%. So short terms for private lenders, at least definitely for me, is is what I really like. Less than a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it makes sense. And also, I think like if I was doing, I feel like I'd be, you know, getting your money back and then you can loan it, even you loan it back to the same person, you just feel, you know, you've completed the the deal and it, it came back, you didn't lose your money, you know, no one walked away with it or, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're not on a beach somewhere, are Yeah, you? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, you completed, it's all good, yeah. Yeah. Um, so is there like a, a, a geographic area, like do you only rent it, or sorry, only loan out your money in like the... Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge, Guelph area, or is it? Do you go wherever? Or? Well, uh, I have been fortunate enough to get to know some uh, lots of people, and definitely um, some could be here in Ontario, no property out in Edmonton, yeah. or have deals going out in Edmonton. Okay. So I've did that, but I've I've gotten to know them, uh, and of course around Kitchener, Waterloo, and Cambridge, uh, yeah, I have. I have a significant amount in there. And I think what's really cool some, as a private lender that I'm fortunate and, and I would invite anybody, this is a great thing, is the people you've lent to, it's really nice when they invite you out to the property and say, hey, look what your money you know, is doing. And look, you know, it, it's just like, wow, that's so cool. So it's nice when you have the local properties you can go yeah, visit yeah. and being able to trust those people out in Edmonton and, and that, that, you know, things are being taken care of, right? Yeah. So the, the people in Edmonton, do you, have you like met them in person? Like how, how did that relationship start? Yeah, actually, uh, both. I've, well, I've met both because there's two of them yeah. that, uh, one was at a summit, yeah. investors, uh, summit that, uh, real estate, uh, organization belonged to. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, but actually both of them belong to it. And one, um, she has a bunch of executive condos and it just so happened that she is back in Mississauga so despite our Skype calls and that that I got to know her there I got to meet her face to face okay, yeah yeah and have lunch and you know <laughs> do this thing it's always great <laughs> so that sounds like it'd be a longer term thing than if you're she's doing like condos right like well I'm not invested in her condo part I'm in a, in another part okay, of gotcha. her business yeah uh, yeah and it's a year term but that is a, a totally passive so you know as that private lender and since I do this full-time it's really nice to have uh, the really active ones that you're just yep. like yeah just what you said before yep. you know they've done a deal okay put the money go find another project and then you have the other ones, um, like the one out, the two out in Edmonton that just like, okay, I don't have to do anything. You just handle the, the money. Yep. So it's just totally passive. Yeah, no, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, what for protection, how do you protect yourself on this that you someone doesn't just take the money and go off to the beach? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have people with striped suits. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so one of the things is, of course, doing your due diligence and, and doing that beforehand. Um, when I joined uh, the real estate group that I belonged to, I knew I wanted to be surrounded by people that, you know, were vetted, right, and yep. what they were doing. And so as I got to, to know people and that, that was that was one of the things, you know, how many property, you know, and, and these kind of conversations, right? Yep. So 
one of the things I would help protect myself is uh, the reputation. Yep. And I've noticed right now, because I've gotten called myself by um, somebody who's going to lend who I'm a reference for, um, for the borrower, right? So now people are doing that more. They'll call up a previous lender and say, you know, check the references. So yep. that's another thing, right? Checking references. Word of mouth is very powerful, yep. right? Because uh, if something goes bad, everybody's going to talk. Um, yeah, getting to know them. Uh, knowing they have other properties so that if one if this one property that maybe I'm invested in or this one project it goes bad I know they have other properties right that they can yeah. get the money out of uh, yeah and I remember when I spoke to you in person you were mentioning the like you do like a private note on the property right and then it, there's some sort of clause in there so that if you could get money from the other properties if needed yeah, so uh, a promissory note is yep. thing. I mean, some people call um, consumer loans or hard money contracts, right? I mean, it's, you yep. know, there's maybe slightly different, but they're pretty close to the same. Yep. So yeah, there's there's one clause in there saying that uh, yeah, if if something should go, they default on the payment, right? Then you have the right to go to go after for the money. So you know, people look at promissory notes as ooh, that's too iffy. Or whatever but not not really and if you do your due diligence before it's actually just something like it's a written piece to support what you already know about them gotcha. and their, their habits as an investor oh and that's the other thing I gauge yeah. uh, too about when you're saying about that they don't take off well this is even more I um, well slightly different I actually see if they pay on time Right, paying on time is really important. So if somebody comes to me and says, "Hey, you know, I was thinking about investing so and so," you know, I I would like to say, "Yeah, they always pay on time. It was really really good. Never had to okay. chase the money." Gotcha. So that's a bit of the credibility side too, right? Yeah, I wonder if there's like a way to test that beforehand too. Like if you could, I don't know, see their credit card statement, see when they pay, or see something, you know. See what, yeah. you know, get some sort of uh, history. Show me some history. You could do a credit check. Yeah. Okay. Um, you could ask them to pull up, which is the better side to go. You know, a lot of us will have Equifax or have a membership or the subscription to Equifax, like I do. Yeah. Um, so that you could just say, uh, or I could just pull off mine and say, here's my thing. I'm, you know, I've always paid on time. Blah blah blah. So you could do that. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good one to do, but you never know. I mean, somebody could be, you know, the yeah. best at everything, yeah. right? So, I mean, it, it might be supporting, but you actually, you know, sometimes there's that, of course, that little piece of faith, right? Yeah. You know, a big piece sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so do you get the, it all drawn up at a, like a lawyer's office or did you just like the first time and now you have a good template and you just use the same template or do you actually go in? You know, register it each time or well uh, I since mine are actually all promissory all promissory notes yeah okay um, you know the first one I used yes was because um, I, I was the lender right yeah. Yeah. luckily the form it was somebody by somebody's lawyer so I mean you know they're pretty similar so for me since I've been the lender I actually haven't had to supply the forms so much but however however I do have a lawyer that's working on like mine so I'm gonna have a uniform one yeah going out there cool so, and, then, 
uh, the the cost if you're doing the lawyer that all goes to the borrower, correct? Like, oh, if yeah, the borrower should really, and, and I know some people do things differently, right? Um, now the borrower really should be paying for all that. I mean, if you get beyond the promissory notes, like some people after fifty thousand. They may want to register the property, then you get into a whole other thing. Um, there are promissory people who do promissory notes for like more than fifty thousand. I'm one of them, and it's my choice. I know the person well, yeah. so I don't have a problem just doing a promissory note. Have you ever thought about becoming like an equity partner, or do you just, do you just like to be the the money partner, the debt partner? The good debt partner. Yeah. So here's. And I think, too, we had talked a little bit uh, about this side when we were at that meeting, yep. is I always do my network. My original background is accounting, right? Yep. So one of the things that about value is having a net worth, and that tells me my position in things. And so I do it once a month. So one of the things it tells me, too, is when's the time to take an equity position, right? You know, yep. so... So for me, uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm at that point where I could say to uh, one of my uh, borrowers, right? You know, I really like this property. They could say, hey, I'm thinking about JVing it or whatever. I'm going to switch it over to a JV situation. I could say, okay, you know what? I'm really interested in this. I'll maybe keep, um, let's say, if if the numbers work, ten percent in it. I just want ten percent and and you pay me back the rest of my ninety percent and go find another project. Yeah. So you can imagine if I had ten percent or somebody could get ten percent equity without, you know, having a lot of money locked away and is able to use do more projects like that that number of properties with ten percent, you know, yeah. maybe ten times, but they haven't actually spent you know, all their hard, their hard cash isn't stuck in one spot. So they're getting the best of yep. two worlds, right? They've got an equity position and a property they've gotten to know yep. and it's yep. doing well and, you know, to know, trust and like it and probably and with the investor that they're with. Yeah. Yep. And then they can go on another project with that. So they've, they've, and they've also bought a relationship with that, that uh, borrower, like that investor. Uh, is there anything else I should ask? Is there anything I missed here? Um, in private lending, it's kind of a twofold thing. We're, we're sometimes seen, people are a little afraid of us because they think, oh, wow, you know, like 10%. They think 12 and all that's going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah. Okay, but if you think the a little bit the other way, if you've got a great property, Right, that's the the numbers in that work. You may all you could only use that private lender for a few months until you get other things in place. So it's actually yeah. very flexible. I don't charge somebody if they pay me back early. Like I say, if they take six months, but hey, they got the reno done in three or four months or whatever. I don't, you know, that's fine. Just pay me back my money. I'm not going to charge you a penalty. For paying me back early, that's even great because now I have money because somebody's offering me fourteen percent. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> or, or hey, you got another project? I I like what you do. So so there's that. So the cost of that money over a couple of months actually isn't that bad from what it sounds because people are thinking a whole year. But if you're going to use a private lender just to get a deal done, just you know for those few months, yeah. it's not that expensive. Oh, right? Especially if you're just trying to do like a construction loan because they're almost impossible to get from the bank. And then you can get your renovation done and then refinance and pay everybody back. 
Yeah, yeah, it, it's great. I think with us, we, we like also to have somebody who has uh, more than one exit strategy. So if you were coming to me and saying, hey, I'd like to borrow uh, 100,000, okay, one of the things is I'd like to know is, and hopefully you offer it to me, hey, this is my term, this is my exit strategy, and if this, you know, this is our, our plan B, okay, you know, that's great because you're telling me that you've thought of a lot of scenarios, you're not stuck on one idea if the market says, hey, that, that flip isn't going to work right now, and you say, hey, well, what we're going to do is tenant it out, and uh, here's the other thing you can do with um, a private lender is what you could do is um, they're in that deal lending the money and you think, okay, you know, what? I really like working with them and they seem to really like this property. How about I could switch the, ask them if we could just switch around the paperwork and I can make them a JV. And one of the great things is, yeah. yeah, now you don't have to pay them back necessarily their their money in like they could yep. they could be in a tax position they actually want it sitting in an, an equity position too right so they think okay i can i can leave that amount of hard cash yep. in there for you know you never know right yeah i've had i had to flip and it didn't go the way i wanted and it turned into a rental <laughs> yeah but now is it good yeah. it's you're happy you did or are you waiting for that so. day? Well, it, 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 I am because of the market in Cambridge, and it, it really took off. So, But if it didn't do that, I would have preferred to get my money out and move it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, it is a good thing. Cambridge is good, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have, a, I have a, some money invested in a couple in, in Cambridge, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all good, right? Yeah. <laughs> all good. These are all interest only. You're not doing... A, pay down of the loan as it goes, correct? No, interest only. Makes it and, simple and, too. Yeah, it is really simple, easy to calculate. Um, here's another thing is for people doing borrowing, it is a real it, it is possible for you to have more than one private lender on a property. Um, some people get caught up in, hey, you know, find that private lender that has a hundred thousand. Okay. And there are some people. Yeah. Okay, but, um, and you're offering 10%. Let's just say you're offering 10%. Mm -hmm. So, but what does it matter if you got 50 from two people, 10% of 100,000, like two fifties together is still the same amount. And you could have somebody come up to you and say, hey, I could, I could do 50. Yeah. Okay, take it, right? And go and find the other 50. Uh, I had his friend swear at me right in a good way. She was yeah. like, you got to be kidding. Are you sure you oh. worked that number? Right. Cause she was going to get $300 a month in interest. Yeah. Okay. And we worked it out actually, which it was 330. But, um, the deal is actually the bank ended up paying for a car payment because we used a line. Oh yeah. Just <laughs> right, that was, yeah. You'd, I think yeah. you'd heard that story. From, yeah. Here's the other thing. When you use more than one private lender, you just um, increased your Rolodex of private lenders. So, hey, you have, uh, say, maybe a guy named John or something, and he's got, uh, he's private lending a property. John has something happen. He needs, say, his 50K back. Okay, you know so many private lenders now. It isn't hard for you to say, hey, you know, Paul or Jane or whatever, yeah. can you fill in, can you take over um, John's spot? Or you yeah. can tier them. Like you think, okay, I'm going to get this person to do my down down payment. 
you know, uh, and another one's going to do the renos, right? Got plan in yeah, place. Sub them out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then just it just stagger their uh, ending, their term ending, yeah, so sure. that you're not stuck paying a whole bunch all at once. Yeah, no, it makes sense. So, Karen, if anyone wanted to contact you, what would be the best way to do so? Okay, they can email me at Reiki Karens, R E I K I. Uh, then K-A-R-E-N at rogers.com or they could text or call my cell phone at 519-404-1498. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast, Karen. I appreciated your time and all your knowledge. Maybe we'll have you back in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much, Glenn, for having me. It's been, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate it.